Hello and welcome back to Technically F1. I am Rashab and here with me today in our podcast recording studio is Jack. Hello. And funnily enough, we've actually memorized that intro. Think about that. That's incredible. Yeah, we should probably get a better intro. <laughs> we might want to. Yes. But um, well, af- last week we said France was going to be boring, right? We all came to the mutual agreement that France was going to be boring. Yes, but then Mercedes decided it wouldn't be. Yeah, and, and Pirelli too. Pirelli also screwed it, or actually, in this case, they didn't screw it up. They made it better. Uh, but we'll get talk all about that in today's episode. Um, yeah, but shall we talk about some good news first? Yeah, Yuki Sonoda is the best rookie. That is good news. I almost punched. I almost punched a hole through my wall when you said <laughs> that. No, no, no. Uh, some better news actually. Williams is no longer last in the championship. This is the first time since 2018. It's Haas, isn't it? Yeah. Haas it... is officially the last one. And I tell you this, they're only one position off points at conventional racetracks. We're so close to getting those points. Oh, this is exciting. I hope you're as excited as I am. Uh, I'm not, most likely. <laughs> Williams gets points. I'm not a Williams fan. I know. Williams gets points and you just don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, they... They haven't got points yet, but still. Uh, anyways, shall we talk about the mystical French Grand Prix? Because, as I say, it is quite special. It's not that mystical. It's well, the usual. Mercedes screws up somehow, relating to the pits. Yes. But, 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 did you see the last lap overtake? Or the second to last lap overtake? That was impressive. I don't remember it, but yeah, I believe I saw it, yeah. Right, okay. But shall we start in practice? Because I actually didn't make a video for this race. I just couldn't be bothered. Um, maybe I'll make it tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, let's talk about practice first. First practice, uh, guess who got a new chassis? Um, okay, I feel like you're going to tell me anyways. Yeah, but you got to take a guess first. Okay, fine. Uh, let's just go with... <laughs> Is it going to be, like, Mercedes or something? Yeah, it's someone at Mercedes. Uh, someone at Mercedes yeah. got a new chassis? Yes, indeed. Someone at Mercedes. I'm a little confused. A driver. Here. A driver. Oh. oh Bottas or Hamilton. No, no, no. I no, Bottas. Bottas. Yeah, Bottas got Hamilton's chassis. Uh, I suppose that makes sense. Because Bottas, I well, mean, is a very good driver. Yeah, yeah. He proved that in his Williams days. I mean, he's beating Felipe Massa, who's considered to be worthy of a world championship. So He's also an F2 champion. But as you say, I mean, they sort of hand that out to every F1 driver at this point. Well, I mean, I'm, every F1 I'm not driver not... is. I know. I'm, say- I'm not saying it's not impressive, right? It is impressive. I could not get an F2 championship, especially considering I'm going to be out of carding or out of practice carding by the end of the summer. But um, anyways, yeah, I could not do that. Then are you going to yeah. cart? You're not going to cart in Maine? No, 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 no. Cause um, it's like hundreds of miles away. The nearest carting track. If you get your own go-kart, you can drive that hundreds of miles. <laughs> That's then... a good point. I might have to get a go-kart and maybe I can just start power sliding around the street to Biddeford pool. <laughs> or you That'd be pretty fun. Golf course. That's actually a good point. 
What'd you think of the photos? Donuts around the hole. Yes, exactly. On the green. (laughs) My golf skills need some um, fixing, shall we say. Uh, Because half the time I didn't hit it hard enough, and the other half the time I was hitting it into the maintenance shed. Ah, yes. The last time I went golfing, I had a perfect swing. (laughs) I just didn't hit the ball. Oh, I hate that. It's, you're like, oh, that would have been it. That would have been, you know. Really far, and then you missed the ball. Yeah, it's the worst. Okay, uh, time to move away from our first world problems and go back and talk about uh, F1. Bottas got the new chassis, which made him fastest in practice one. Verstappen third, and Tsunoda tenth, which was interesting because considering... He's you know, the best rookie. He's not the best rookie. I mean, Roy Nassani at this point is more consistent than he is. Okay, well, I mean... Actually, Mick Schumacher is the most consistent. He always gets the same, like, almost last place. Yeah, second to last. Single race. It's not difficult for him. Yes, I'd like to see what he can do in um in a decent okay. car. Yeah, I mean, imagine if he was in the Alfa Romeo. He could actually... Wait, actually, out- yeah. actually, in Azerbaijan, yeah. he, got, um, he got 13th place. Right, but the reason that Williams got ahead of them is because Russell got 12th here, which mm. shot him up the championship, which is great. But um, what that means now is that until one of those teams gets an 11th place, um, you know, it's going to stay Williams ahead. But anyways. Uh, and uh, Mick also on. beat Lewis Hamilton. In what? At Azerbaijan. Oh, right, he did. That is something you can put on the CV. I have beaten Even Lewis Hamilton. Can do that. I know, but Mick Schumacher can say, I beat Lewis Hamilton in a house. So can Mazepin. I know, but Mazepin isn't applying for a job at Ferrari. He's applying That's for a fair. job at his dad's ke- chemical company. Well, I mean, I think he's going to stay at Haas, but it's not going to be called Haas anymore. Energy Racing, because William's story is buying it. It's not also going to be your old colleague or whatever. Yeah, it is. But according to what I've heard, they're taking a title sponsorship place. So it will be called Rich Energy Racing. This is going to be the most cursed thing ever. Next year, we're going to see Rich Energy Racing with your colleague sponsorship and Nikita Mazepin in the seed. I mean, what other seed? Let's think of the crappest F2 driver right now. Here, let me go find the F2 standings. We'll find the person bottom of the F2 standings. Okay, I bet it's going to be something like Alessio Deletta. He was really bad in F3. Here we go. FIA F2 Championship. Come on, Google. I guess you're leading it right now. Who? Guan Yu Zhou. I did not expect that. I did not think that Alpine was anywhere. You watch F2, though. No, I don't. No. Oh, wait, I don't they happen, like, right before the F1 race or something? Well, yes, but I think there's only been, like, two so far. One in Azerbaijan and one in Bahrain. Because I know the F3 was at France, but there was no F2 at France, which was a real shame. Oh, maybe, um, maybe Rich Energy Racing might get Fernando Alonso. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's just slander. I mean, Fernando Alonso isn't doing the best this season. 
No, not real. Well, actually, no. I'm going to counteract that statement in just a second. When I, or I found him. Uh, Alessio Deletta, 22nd. He's the crappest enough, too. You're going to ask, my friend. Anyways. Uh, no, but we can talk about Alonzo very soon. Practice three, final practice on Saturday morning. Didn't wait, watch it. Uh, but I did watch qualifying. Anyways, Verstappen was fastest. And Hamilton was fifth, with Sainz third, which was surprising. Ricardo tenth, no surprise there. Uh, he's not doing super well right now. Do you think he can claw it back? Do you think he can get back? Well, yeah, he's Daniel Ricardo. That's kind of what he does. Well, get better. Wait, he was, like, the number one driver, even when Verstappen was there, was yeah. he? He was, yeah. So, I mean, he can definitely do better than 10th place. Well, no, that's not his place in the championship right now. I think he's ninth. Okay, well, but... he can do better than that. He he can probably do, um, he can probably match at least his teammate, uh, Norris. Yeah. I mean, I just feel stupid for picking him for Fantasy F1. I mean, I know... Um, Honestly, I think that was your one good decision. Uh, you no. also chose Fernando Alonso. He's the reason you lost. But Alonso's been impressive, at least. Right? Have you seen what he's done so far? Okay, beating well, Ocon in a car that is impressive. crap. Points-wise, but he's, he is beating Ocon. And the car is crap. So the fact I is, if he's hope beating, he's beating Ocon. Well, no, no, no. But Ocon was touted to be the next Mercedes driver who's going to replace Bottas. But then Russell came along. So, I mean, well, that's if kind he's of doing... because he was friends with Toto, and he also tested the cars. He had relationships inside Mercedes. You're right. He and... did. No, I can't say that. Actually, I really can't say that. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. He had relationships within Mercedes. Anyways. Uh, Max Verstappen qualified on pole position. And interesting thing, he dropped into the 129s. Uh, only driver to do that all weekend long. Really quite impressive. Other people of note. Uh, Sunoda, he made a huge impact this weekend, um, especially in qualifying. Rajab, did you see what he did in qualifying? It was really special. Uh, not really, no. No, his impact was in the wall. He smacked into the wall, and he found a new way to destroy F1 gearboxes by <laughs> staying in forward gear while going in reverse. Uh, I see that can probably, I mean, that's probably not a good idea. He <laughs> tore it to shreds. Poor Sunoda. But, um, no, Stroll also, because of that crash, uh, was left out in qualifying, in qualifying one. Uh, guess his time. It's quite funny. No, I'm not going to guess it. Okay, it's 2 minutes, 12 seconds. His best time in qualifying was 2.12. He didn't oh, even make on like the number was funny. No, oh, no, okay. I mean, the, no, he qualified in 19th, and that's not that funny. That's really where he needs to be. But, um, no, 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 that's no. It's spot. No, 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 no. Nikita's <laughs> spot, because Tsunoda's crashing out. All right. Right. Okay. So fine, Stroll can be a little bit higher up. But he got a 212. Um, Mick was in so he first time ever, but then he crashed at the end of Q1. Idiot. Um, which actually brought up the red flag. Russell got into Q2 and was faster than Mick, even though uh, well, he Mick should didn't, be. Yeah, because Mick didn't even go out in Q2. Uh, but anyways, Latifi missed out on getting into Q2 again. Uh, it's just Is it just Russell proving that he's better than Latifi, or what is it? I mean, 
the fact that he's as close to the Q2 as he is, I think is impressive. What do you think? I think it's a little sad that Russell got 12th. I think he probably could have gotten 10th. Well, but when we actually go through the race and say who is ahead of him, I would almost disagree. I think that it was the other people that were behind him ahead of him, I would say, yeah, he should have gotten points there. But I think he was okay in 12th. I mean, obviously, we want points for Williams here, but they had a pretty solid... The the fact that... um, What was I going to say? The fact that there was so much wind this weekend, Williams had no right to be in 12th place. I mean, their car is, as they brand it, incredibly wind-sensitive. It's just not good in the wind. And hence why they struggled in the early part of the race. But they were able to clot back in the end and, you know, get in their position. Uh, Vettel was out in Q2 again. And same with Ocon, but Ricardo got to Q3, along with Alonso, just sort of proving that he's better than Ocon. Anyways, uh, Gasly was sixth in qualifying, which is great for him. Leclerc, though, seventh. Shocker of a qualifying for him. It really surprised me, Leclerc, this weekend. He just said it was very slow, and I tend to agree. Uh, Not the car, him. What do you think? I'm just looking at Fernando Alonso right now. Yeah, okay. And um, it would seem... He's a little, un... like, he's a little inconsistent. <laughs> you think just a little bit? Just a yes. little bit, okay. <laughs> Actually, just a little bit, because, like, I mean, he's normally between, like, I don't know, like, six and eight. Like, normally those... Yeah, like that's kind of a serious six ten about you know. Yeah, it's not. But then I there's mean, like look, the occasional bit that he drops down to like low, just very yeah. low. Yeah, I mean, what do you think of the place that he's or the place that he's in right now with the car? I mean, obviously, we both agree that he's better than Ocon at the moment. Um, that's not really saying something, considering he's like a world champion in like every right. But he's late in it. He's late in his career. What he's proved to me is he still has it. At least I think that's what I'm impressed by. I think he's embarrassing himself. I don't think so. I mean, people think Ocon's really good. I mean, obviously, you know, he's got the special relationships with Mercedes, but still, I think people really thought Ocon was great. And then obviously, you know, Ricardo ruined his career last year, but. I think he had a chance this year. Alonso's really come back and shown that he is the better driver. He's the superior man. Well, not the superior oh, man. Yeah, the superior he definitely driver. is. Yeah. A superior, like, uh, like yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Alonso, though. Like, yeah. I kind of expected more from him. And, I mean, if he, uh, like, I think he could have done better team-wise than Alpine. What, the picking out? Yeah, he could have. He could he should have gone for that Ferrari seat. Let's be honest. That New Ferrari management seat could have been his. Well, the fact is, I don't. I think they're probably a bit scarred from what he did the last time they were in there. I mean, he left essentially calling them all useless. I don't think they liked that very much. I don't well, know I if mean, Italians like that sort of thing. Well, I mean, they kind of. Wait, when did he leave again? He left after 2014, and he went to McLaren Honda. Which he severely regretted. Well, at that point, he, they were kind of useless. Yeah, yeah. They they, had, they weren't really championship content. I mean, they were kind of, but no. Everybody knew Red Bull was going to win. 
I mean, Williams was more of a championship contender than they were. And that's not even a joke. That's a fact. They were farther yeah, ahead than that Yeah, to be fair, Williams, Williams was a good company at some point. Well, I mean, they stayed pretty consistently good all the way up till 2018, where they really dropped it. But now they have the Germans running the entire thing, which means that hopefully they'll be in good hands. Hmm. Anyways, shall we talk about the race, which is very exciting from the very beginning? Ah, uh, yes. Did you see that lap one? Yeah. Okay. Quite interesting. Verstappen's snap understeer put me in physical pain. I mean, he had the perfect first corner. Uh, you know, Hamilton didn't try and do his best Schumacher impression on him. He didn't try to crash him out of the race. Nothing aggressive from Hamilton. And then he had this bit of wind that caught him out, and he had snap understeer into turn one. I was screaming at my TV. Very angry. Yeah. And Verstappen, though, he got the he got really lucky when uh, Hamilton was getting out of the pits. Yeah. Well, Hamilton had to stop for another second. I don't know what it was. It was nothing on the car, but he had to. I watched the onboard. He put held the brakes for like one extra second in the pit stop box. That probably cost him the win. Not the win, I don't think. But I think definitely track position. Well, didn't he yes. lose by like two seconds or something? He lost by two seconds, but if you add another lap onto that race, it would have been 18 because his tires were very dead. I mean, he was losing. I mean, he's actually like losing rubber off the surface of the tire. It was falling off onto the track. It was almost three seconds. Yeah. Uh, my timing says 2.904. I don't yeah, know it's almost three seconds. Yeah, well, that's right, almost three. generally the same timing. Right, okay. So that would have been, yeah. Another lap, and he would have been completely... Str- I mean, Perez might have even caught him. He would have. I think two more laps, and Perez probably would have caught him. Caught him. Excuse me. Bottas was a sitting duck by the time that Perez got him. Wait, if Hamilton had pitted once more, Perez would have gotten him, even if Perez Absolutely. pitted as well. Yeah, because of Perez's early, long first stint. I mean, and, uh, how also, did he make Hamilton's that medium crew so well? is horrible. Yeah, and the fastest pit stop, according to this, says it's Red Bull at 2.04, which is quite good. Red Bull always gets the fastest pit stop. No, I know. It's not really a surprise. It's more the fact that this is actually really close to the world record, which is 1.9. What you really need to make the perfect F1 team is the Mercedes car, Red Bull um, pit crew, uh, Verstappen and Hamilton as drivers. Oh, I disagree. Um, Well, statistically, that is the best. No, 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 it isn't actually. You ready for this? What is statistically the best driver car combination is 2013 Red so, Bull now, with Sebastian Vettel. Right now, though. Right now. Okay, right now. Right. But it just no, wanted cars and stuff right now. Okay. Fine. I still think the Red Bull's faster, though, because look what. Look, Hamilton and Verstappen have each had three wins, Paris has had one win. Right? Look where Hamilton's three wins, look where Verstappen's have three wins, look where each of those got each one of them. Considering they each... Usually Mercedes consistently does well, though. Right, but it's not that they've just bought this year. They're actually putting everything into it. They're trying their hardest. It's not like they're, you know, just throwing it away. Yeah. 
I mean, on a budget, I mean, I personally would take, like, um, well, the Aston Martin car. No, um, really? I mean, they're not doing horribly. No. And most of the teams in front of them are kind of spending a ton of money. Yeah, but I think they're all budget caps right now, are they not? Well, yeah. But, I mean, I'm guessing there's some teams that go under the budget cap. That is a good point, but Williams, I can tell you for a fact right now, is actually running at the budget cap. Sorry, Williams fanboy here, but I have to keep mentioning them. Uh, they're running at the budget cap. Uh, if I go right now and look at the teams that are not, you have Alfa Romeo and Haas that are not running at it. Alfa Romeo uh, for okay, well, Alfa Romeo saving is, reasons. I mean, well, Alfa they're trying Romeo to save up. They're going to spend... No, you're an interesting one, because they're saving according to what the internet says right now. They're saving so they can go completely at the budget cap next year. Uh, is Aston Martin at the budget, or...? According to this, it does say they're working completely at the budget cap, uh, which means that they are limited on carbon fiber and replacement parts if stuff breaks. And Hamilton or little Mercedes? Yeah, the Mercs are also budget capped. Same budget cap? Same everything, yep. Okay, well, that seems a little bit, I mean, if they're all in the same budget cap. Yeah. Wait, is Haas? Haas isn't running at a budget cap, um... Are they? No, not oh, they're below the budget gap. And Alfa Romeo, you said, was saving. They're... So it's pretty much, you know, a guarantee. Williams? Williams, are, for what they have, they're doing pretty well right now. They have a car no, that's budget, to The drive. budget cap? Oh, they're working at the budget cap. Oh, okay. You see, that's a problem. Oh, really? Yes, you see all the other cars at the bottom usually have an excuse of some sort. Right, but you're saying now that Williams doesn't have an excuse, they're in trouble. Williams has the money, or has the same amount of money as, like, Mercedes. No, but, yes, but no. The thing is, right now, they can't actually put all that money to use. Because they only had, they've only had all this money for three months while designing this car. So for the final three months, they could throw everything at it. Which is all great, but the fact is they should have had it for the first seven months of the design cycle. Then they would have actually been able to have a consistently point-scoring car. I mean, it's a shame the point that they're at right now. I think I predicted them seventh. I also predicted for a eighth, which was wrong. But, um, you know. Your predictions were wrong. They were horrible. No, my midfield predictions were bang on. So the rest, my lo- lower field and... um. You know, top two were a bit wrong, but as I said, Those my are midfield kind of the ones that No, I disagree. I disagree. I think the midfield is the hardest to predict. And the fact that I got close with that, I I'm ecstatic over that. I said McLaren would be ahead of all of them. I said Alpine would struggle, but Alonso would come through. And I said that Vettel and you were wrong the, there. The Aston team. No, he has come through. He has. He's been consistently faster than Ocon, and he's brought them points that they needed. He hasn't brought them. He hasn't been very consistent. I mean, yeah, he's okay in the points, but he's not getting podiums or anything. Uh, no, no, not podiums, but the car isn't. I don't think it's that, is it? Well, I mean, the driver is, definitely. Yeah. Well, I the, the driver is, yes. not the car. Yeah, I suppose. And uh, I just did the math, and we're probably only going to get, like, 20 listens on this. Right, but that's still going to take us past 650. 
By the way, guys, yeah. we're going to get past 650. So yeah, for those who have been enjoying the podcast, great. Yeah, for those who haven't been, why are you still listening? <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about this. It is a milestone, I think. Um, I mean, what do you think? Do you... Oh, come on. I mean, this is exactly what you said when we were like at 300. Yes, I you mean, know? milestones are like a hundred and then like a thousand, right? But <laughs> by by the Christmas next year, we will easily have a thousand. Actually, let's let's take a look at this. Okay, um, so how many months is that? That is uh, about six months. Okay, and we we'll release um, okay, uh, weekly six. weekly podcasts. So that's four. Um. Hmm. Uh, oh, no. and then I'm minute. getting worried for this number. No, yeah, we're going to get it. Okay, all right. Good, I good. I did my math right. Okay. I, I think I might have done my math right. I, I hope I did. Whatever. Uh, anyways. Use calculator. Oh, brilliant. So you definitely got it right. Unless the calculator did it wrong. Unless oh, that's impossible. the wrong. No, no way. Like, I mean, because uh, if you divide 650 by, like, the 30 episodes... And that's yep. like twenty one point six or something, six repeated, and then um, if you multiply that by like a bunch of stuff, then you yeah, end up was, with over a thousand. I, I just remembered something. We are doing math in the summer. We should stop this. This is ah uh, well I uh, yes, but we kind of have to do math in summer. Do it really. Because, I mean, uh, doesn't the school recommend that we do math? No, I summer? know, I know, I know. But I'm not I'm not going to talk about it over the summer. But then, isn't that... How, how do you... Okay. I'm going to do, do it, it without talking about it. <laughs> I'm going to do it in silence. I will do my math silently. Not that, I'm be, not that I'd be groaning about it anyways, but no matter. Um, all right, let's get back to F1 racing stuff. Lap one... Um, Verstappen had that snap understeer, but Mick Schumacher also got brutally murdered by Mazepin on lap one, uh, which was painful to watch because Mick had done well, um, but then got him off the start. Then after that, you know, Mazepin did his thing. He didn't spin, but he did, you know, send him over the ground and destroy his floor. And then Yuki did um, did what he normally does and beat both of them. And yes, but for one reason only. He's not the best rookie. Um, uh, it's Look, what Yuki's doing right now, he has, at least in my opinion, the fourth fastest car on the grid. Okay? Because that is essentially a baby Red Bull. It's, yeah, but uh, there's a reason he got that car. No, By the way, they're doing back-to-back tests with him and Albon. They're actually considering replacing him for Albon. Why would they do that? Because if he's if he's worse than Albon, then they'll absolutely swap him. They Yuki's don't care. They... almost like at the same like place. Points wise, no, he's not. Well, yeah, but like, it's close enough. I mean, obviously, he's a rookie as well. We all want to see him do well, but I mean, Albon could be coming for that seat. Yeah, but it's Albon. They're gonna let him back in. You're right, they're not going to let him back in. Well, they might, though, because Red Bull is half-owned by a Thai guy. Uh, I'm trying to... He was on Adrian Newey's book. Really funny. 
So you're saying that it makes uh, a good difference? Taleo, No, it does make a difference. It does make a difference because he did pay Dietrich Metasheets to get the um, get Albon in. He did pay him to do that. Then I mean, like you could argue that uh, Honda makes the engines for the company, so they might say that they have to keep Yuki. No, they don't though, because the overarching amount of the uh, the largest amount of money for this entire program is coming from Red Bull, where they're paying 150 million a year to be doing this sponsorship wise. Okay, and that is more than what Honda's paying to be on that car, other than the engine, of course. That's a separate cost. Yeah, um, but the engine's kind of the biggest part of the car. If you think about it. True, but it's still less than the amount they spend on aerodynamic development each year, which is one thirty-five million. Yes, but without without the engine, aerodynamics does not matter. Well, I would tend to disagree. I mean, you could have the most powerful engine in the world, but no aero, and you wouldn't be very fast around a track. Nissan. Whereas if you had <laughs> a less powered Nissan Cube. No, F1-powered Nissan Cube. No, but, like, it has no aerodynamics, is what I mean. Yeah, but it also has no engine power. Exactly. So it's the perfect car. F1 should just be Nissan Cubes. I mean, okay, fine. Um, um, In that case, a Cadillac Escalade. Escalade has no aero, but it actually does have some speed, if you get it in the highest It has mode. power. It does have it has speed v- and power. It has a V8 power. Actually, it used to have a V10, but I don't know if they're doing that anymore. It was a special thing. You could pay 80 grand extra and get a V10. Now I think you can get it with a hybrid uh, extra power. Very interesting. I'm a fan of hybrid hypercars, so Cadillac Escalade hybrid hypercar, maybe. No, but why hybrid? Just do fully gasoline or fully electric. No, 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 no. Hybrids are the future of hypercars because... Electric weighs too much. The Lotus Avaya doesn't do anything. It's, it's broken. It doesn't work. And It's a Lotus. Well, no, no. Beyond the fact that it's a Lotus, and we should have expected from the beginning that it wouldn't work, the actual idea of a fully electric hypercar just is wrong because it weighs too much. And the point of a hypercar is it's scary to drive because it's light. I mean, that's what the P1 was. Okay, then gasoline. No, not gasoline because the P1 was hybrid, and that's what made it scarier because it had that extra oomph of a hybrid. You could just, I mean, <laughs> it's not necessary, though. Like, I mean, then you have to go charge your car, and then you have to get gas. That's a good point. <laughs> and also, also in, um, in certain countries in Europe, you do have to put a huge sticker on the back of it uh, that says PHEV, FEV. And I don't think anyone really, any... Oh, my God. Car- have you seen that, like, Mitsubishi thing? That oh, says the, uh, the Fev on the side of it. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. It's branding yourself as, hello, I am a Fev. It's not like plug-in hybrid, whatever, something. A plug-in hybrid EV. Yeah. I mean, I. what do you think about them? The Regera is a Fev. I mean, it almost makes me, like, I mean... It's almost as stupid as... um. PZEV or something or whatever partial partial zero emissions vehicle. What is that? One of their new concepts? I think that's like uh, I think I I don't know I've seen that on some Subarus or something. Oh oh, that Subaru's new thing. I don't know if it's a new thing, but uh, 
look up PZEV cars. I will in just a second. I'm moving to an outlet um, because my recording device is rapidly dying. Oh, no. Anyways, uh, so PZEV Subaru. Is that electric Subaru? Uh, not electric, I don't think, but uh, it baffles me how something can be partial zero. It's all oh. either zero or not zero. There's no in-between zero and not zero. It's really yes or no, right really. I mean, you can't have... Huh? Partial zero emission vehicle. What does that mean? I'm reading it right now. One second. Is PZEV a hybrid? That is the no, first sense. people also ask question. Okay, so it's not a hybrid. What it actually is, is it's a, um, it's a car that essentially has emissions monitoring technology. It's the same stuff that got Volkswagen in trouble with Dieselgate. Sounds dangerous. But why? Why would you put that on your car? Why would you say, oh, yeah, it's partial zero emissions? That's not a thing. You can't have partial zero. It has to be either zero or some emissions. Like, no, I, mean, I, I you could argue that all cars are partially zero emissions by saying that when you turn it off, there's no emissions. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, also, it does sound worse than Fev. Pizzev. I mean, if Fev... We can't exactly say it like a word. Are you there? Okay, for a second there, I lost you. Yeah, I lost you. Hey, what the heck? Alright, it's Anchor being Anchor. Anyways, uh, shall we continue? Yes, you can't have... You can't... Bzzz or whatever. Yeah. But you can say Fev. Yeah. It's weird. Alright, um, Rashab, have you signed the petition keeping Jeff Bezos in space? Uh, no, isn't 200,000 people sign that or something? I am one of them, yes. We've just hit 250,000 according to what I'm reading right now. Why, though? What is your... I don't know. Okay, fine. Well, no, 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 no. Apparently the conduct of Amazon has gotten even worse, and now they're finding nooses at their site. Right, and I'm really not a fan of that. That's not cool. Well, that's... Because no one's a fan of that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, obviously no one should be a fan of it, but... You know, it, it's quite bad now. It's gone beyond me just hating Jeff Bezos. It's actually gone to the point of, no, no, this man is dangerous. Well, I mean, did he have anything to do with it? It's not entirely clear, but I'd like to think so. That's... <laughs> Anyways, um, other news before we get back to F1. Guess who's canceling a whole lot of flights right now? Uh, there's something about something shortages, employee shortages or something. Yeah. United? Is it? It's American, the crappiest airline in America. Uh, did they, did they use Airbus or something? Is that why you're doing this? No, no, it's actually not a bit. It's not a bit. I'm genuinely, like, they're canceling everything. They're canceling Airbus flights. They're canceling Boeing flights. They're canceling Embraer flights. They're canceling air, all sorts of flights. And I know they're saying it's a for shortage and stuff, but it's gone beyond the point of like being funny anymore because American has this reputation of just being a crap airline. 
Or is that just Maybe me? no one wants to work for them. That's a good point. I mean, we had Amar on last week, and he said they were – or I don't know if you missed this or not. He They said they were – oh, when you left, that they were okay roots-wise. They had um, been able to keep that okay, and they actually didn't have much staff issues. But he also said, you know, American Airlines keeping up that um, – sort of trend of being the worst airline in America. Do you believe that is, or is that just me saying that? I don't know. I don't really pay attention to each airline. I, no, mean, I know, my but my personal like... favorite airline is Emirates. Oh, okay. Agreed then. I've not actually been on Emirates, but I can say it's my favorite airline because it's very cool. Yeah, they gave out these, like, I mean, we went, like, when I went to India, um, we went with Emirates and, yeah, yeah, they gave us, like, free stuff. Right, it's amazing. They will not give you that on other airlines. Maybe British Airways. Yeah, but British Airways mm, is pretty cool as well. Very poggers. Um, I did, my only memory on British Airways is vomiting orange juice. <laughs> oh, I feel your pain. I mean, was it, like, pulp orange juice, or was it just normal orange juice? I didn't Sorry. remember. It's been Sorry, years. I have to know these sorts of things because it's a lot more painful if it's with pulp. Oh. Anyways, um, shall we get back to the F1? Yeah, I mean, or cars in general. Cars in general, sure. Um, I'm going to run through each driver right now, then we can go back to cars in general. Um, so I'm going to go through each one and we say like how the race was. Verstappen, great race. He had a three-stop Got strategy. Lucky. No, not got, didn't get lucky. Um, Three-stop strategy, and that served him well, I'd say. We got lucky that Hamilton, like, messed up a little bit. Well, he didn't take the three-stop. He did it earlier. Verstappen did it earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A I'd say he earlier, just... wasn't it? Yeah. I'd say he just capitalized on Mercedes Mercedes's being... failure... No, Mercedes being, you know, yeah. Mercedes. Well, no, Mercedes being... I mean, they didn't want to take the risk, fine. But they um, they left it too late. They screwed themselves over. I think it's... A and bit they of took their too fault. long. Yeah. If they, kept, if they, they brought the red... Like, the... What you call it? The Red Bull people. They could have... They could have won. The Red Bull pit crew. Yeah. Well, also, I believe that if... um. They had brought Hamilton in. Hamilton wouldn't have won it, but it at least would have been closer. I mean, as I said earlier, another couple of laps and the grab really would have opened up. Yeah. And for me, at least, I think, you know, another three laps would have been disastrous for Mercedes, showing how much slower they were. And also, imagine if Perez overtook Hamilton. That would have been huge. Yeah, that would be good for me, I suppose, but yeah. bad for, well, Hamilton. Well, it would, just, it would show that Mercedes is nowhere, which I'd like to think that they are, but, you know. Oh, Mercedes, I think they're kind of getting bored with themselves. <laughs> okay, carry on. Like, I mean, there's winning, and then, I mean, they know they're going to win every time. I think they're getting a little bit lazy. They're like, ah, oh, forget this. I don't want to win anymore. I want to be um second, third. What well, doesn't really case, matter anymore? Like, I mean, no, yeah, I they disagree. Don't matter. They can claw it back. I still think. 
Yeah, or can they? They will. They'll just do it like, I mean, at their own pace. They're just gonna do it leisurely. Yeah. Which is, I guess, painful for us because, you know, if they actually they claw it all back, they do it at their own pace, as you say, and they win it all. I mean, oh, that would be hard pill for me at least to swallow to seeing them coming back from that deficit. I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, it, uh, crazier Perez. things about Perez. Um, great race. Really good tire management, I'd say. Yeah. Not much else to say, really. <laughs> yeah. Bottas was screwed over by Mercedes' strategy. Uh, what do you think? Oh, Yeah. I mean, that's kind of Bottas's job. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine if they had let him done do the three – or the two-stop, excuse me. Like, that would have been so good for him. Maybe he would have uh-huh. even had a chance to win it. Bottas winning. Bottas actually winning a race. They can't he allow that. No, I mean, can't. team order. Yeah, team order. The fact is, Bottas will not win this year. Not only that, I think he will get to the point – where it'll be 2018 all over again. He actually just won't win anything. I mean, personally, if I were Bottas and I I was going to win and I was being told to let Lewis win, I would yeah. not listen. I'd just go for the win. Oh, I would say piss off. I mean, I'd just go for it, as you say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even if he loses his job for that, he would, like... I he would mean, at least have some respect for the Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think he'd be more respected, actually, if he said yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, the mid the midfield would want him. They'd absolutely go for that. I mean, considering it looks as though he may be losing his job at the end of this year. Yeah, he's got a midfield. Brew. Midfield's not really, like, team order oriented. No, no, and there will be a lot less, other than McLaren's outrageous team orders at the beginning of this year. Ooh. You hated that, <sighs> I know. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, it's been very Team Orders 3 this year, which has been quite good in my opinion. I don't like them as much as I used to. I thought I used to think they were more necessary. Used to? Well, I thought they used to be like a necessary part of F1, whereas now I've come to the conclusion that it's, in my opinion at least, rather unnecessary. It is kind of rather unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, other people, we have Norris, then Ricardo. Um, Norris, great race to get to P5. Ricardo, what do you think about him? He started in P10, but he was able to get all the way back up to, you know, where he is now, P6. But on the other hand, should he have even started in P10 at all? I think that's I a mean, disappointment. I mean, he got points. I think that's good. We just leave it at that? He got yeah. points. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not much more to add. Okay. All right. In that case, then next driver, we've got Gasly, seventh. I think not great race, not a great race for him. Okay. But, I mean, that car, as I said, in my opinion at least, is third fastest. Fourth best or fourth, whatever. Fourth, fourth fastest, fourth fastest. And for them to be languishing, you know, seventh place in the race, not terrible, but I would prefer to see them fighting for a higher position. What do you think? 
And I want to see well, Tsunoda I mean, in there too. At fourth fastest. Yeah. They if the car is fourth fastest, they're in the right place. Maybe, but if you're fourth fastest, you also have a chance to be fighting for higher up positions. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, like I, I, I they're not doing badly, but they're not doing really well. I mean, they're no, where they're no. supposed to be. It's like an M. You're where you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But, all right, cool. That works. All right, we'll go for that then. Um, <laughs> What else? We've got Alonzo, then Vettel, then Stroll. Let's start with Alonzo. I think he's perfectly it's fine to be in. The... Nope, I disagree. I think the car's crap. What do you think? Well, you his think car it's... is crap. I think he should have done better negotiating. Fine, but I still think for what the car is, he's doing relatively well. Well, I mean, anything is relatively well in that car. Fine, but I don't think he can do much more. Yeah, unless he, I'm. He, yeah, he's doing well for that car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, in that case, we've got Vettel and Stroll. Vettel. Not a great race, but not terrible. Stroll had a pretty good recovery drive. Yeah, Stroll, I mean, Stroll's getting better now. But the fact is, qualifying still is his weakness, and he shouldn't have had to do that recovery drive. At least not in my opinion. Yeah, but in fact, I don't really hate him anymore. Really? I still hate him. Like, Mazepin's kind of brought a new perspective into the sport, you know? You have a point there. I mean, Mazepin really has made me realize that there's, I mean, they're really terrible people in this sport, or used to be in the sport. Can we say Maz- this? What? Like, I, I mean, I feel like we're going to be sued by Mazepin. No, 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 no. We are Americans. We have freedom of speech, unlike, they, unlike them. Yes, but this is like, I mean, I think this is a bit more than speech because we're recording it and putting it out. It's speech. Anyways, um, let, let's move on before we get sued. Anyways, signs 11th, no points for him. Um, is that where you expected him to be? I'm not I hope really not. Know. Okay, uh, where'd you expect but, him? Yes, but, well, I mean, well, yes, I expected him yes. to be a bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before that, we have to say that this is opinion. These are uh, all yes. opinions. So don't sue us. Yep, thank you. Good job. Very important of you to say that. Uh, All right, what else? So we've got Signs in 11th. Disappointing. Signs doesn't belong in 11th. He belongs in, like, I would say between 4th and 7th. Oh, no doubt. And the car can do better. I mean, you know. Although... You can't be sure. It is a Ferrari. Yes, and I know what you may be thinking because of the way that Leclerc blamed the car there, but I actually think that Leclerc was wrong, and I think that he was the one that was slow this entire weekend. Well, Leclerc I, is a very good driver. Oh, yes, yes it, no doubt. It would be extremely hard to tell if that was true or not. Yes, but the fact that, you know, Sainz was completely ahead of him proves to me, at least, that he was not where he should be. Well, Sainz wasn't where he should be. I mean, neither of them were where they should be. They're no, all Ferrari. No. They should be in, like, the top, like, six or so. 
Sure, but Sainz, at least in my opinion, is not on the level of Leclerc. I don't think we've actually talked about this together. But yeah, that's no, my... I think they're about equal. Like, I mean, for me at least. Okay. Uh, out of interest, actually, why do you do that? Um, well, I mean, I would have said that Leclerc is better, but, um, well, Ferrari's overall performance last year was a little disappointing. Uh, yeah. so I'd have to rate McLaren down a little bit for that. I get that. That, that makes sense. Okay. McLaren's performance was really good last year on the other hand, so. Yeah, I think. Up. Yeah. All right. You know, that makes sense. Um, all right. Who do we have next? George Russell. Impressive to be in 12th. My opinion, at least. Oh yeah, he's Williams. So that's anything above like fifteenth is impressive. This slander towards Williams, you get scared. Oh, compared when to towards... TV. Yeah, fine, but you're scared when we sort send towards massive hit, and yet you relentlessly slander Williams. Well, I slander Mick more, to be fair. By that's saying uh, Sonoda is the best rookie when he well, well he is the when best he... rookie. You're about to say what he's most clearly is not. No, obviously not. I mean, I always say he's the best rookie. He is the best rookie. <laughs> Be careful what you keep saying, Rashad. Anyways. Well, I mean, Tsunoda is, if you think about it, like, there's a reason he got that seat. Yes, but also, I think that there were going to be a lot more willing to give Tsunoda that seat rather than give Albon a second chance. As we know, Red Bull's very good at giving nobody a second chance. I mean, other than uh, Pierre. They're not very forgiving team. No, and but to be fair, again, Pierre, they weren't very forgiving with either. They just sent him back to where he came from, pretty much. Yes, but I think that's a lot more forgiving than what they've done with what they've done with um, what's his name, uh, Albon. Albon. Well, I mean, Albon should have gone to like a lesser team. Well, Honestly, he did. Instead of bringing he did. in like Mazepin, they could have just put him. He did go to a lesser team. DTM. That's not really a lesser team. That's a lesser sport. Yes, yes, you have a point. He was on the um, same team. Was he on, like, the Red Bull team there or whatever? Bull team there. Exactly. So he's on the same team, just in a less superior sport. Yes, I guess so. The weird thing about this entire uh, part of him being with... um, or being at DTM, which really confuses me, is um, he's actually been outperformed by his teammate. That's what he that, does. He's second driver normally. That's a good point. It doesn't bode well, though, does it? Yeah, it can go either way. It doesn't matter that much. It yeah, is DTM think... racing. Yeah, and I don't think you've ever been a big Albon fan. Not really, no. Yeah. I just wanted I to check that out. I'm more of a Perez fan. Yeah, and I get that, because Perez over the years has proven, or not over the years, but, you know, the last few races has proven to me, at least, that he's a very well-deserving driver of the seat that he's in. Yeah, and even and last that, year. Yeah, yeah, and I know, you know, I was not saying that a couple weeks ago, but I've, I've done a U-turn, okay? He is completely deserving of the seat that he's in, and this drive proved it. Yes, definitely. I mean, um, okay, last year, yes. I had him for Fantasy F1. Yes. And, like, I'm definitely happy with where he is now, like... Oh, absolutely. His progression's been very good. 
Uh, I just wish we hadn't set the rule that you could only have one driver from Red Bull or Mercedes or whatever. I know that you could have had what um, Perez and Verstappen. Wouldn't have been Verstappen really. I probably wouldn't have chosen Verstappen. I would have chosen like I don't know someone else. Someone else, okay. I mean, probably uh, Lando. Even I mean, that's what that was my last year's lineup. Yeah, or something. Actually, it was it was originally Stroll and um, Perez, but then before we finalized them, I changed mine. Not before you finalized them. You asked me if we could please change it, <laughs> and I said, "Well, of course, race, really." Yes, yes. It was before we but that's had perfectly, everyone else's. That's perfectly reasonable because of uh, how Stroll did. Well, yeah. Well, I expected him to do well because he had a lot of points. And like, yeah, but that half. was sort of. I'm not going to say lucky, but it was – he lucked into it. That's what I'll say. No one has that much luck. Yeah, but Stroll has, you know, money luck. He can pay for it. Anyways. He can't buy points, though. Well, in his case, you can buy a team, which has sort of been able to buy points. Well, I mean, in theory – that would mean that everybody's been buying points by putting money into the car. Fine. All right. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to stop. Um, anyways, other drivers. We've got LeGreg, Raikkonen, and Latifi. Let's talk about uh, I don't think Latifi needs any words. Um, LeGreg? Uh, that was not his it. best race. Nope. 16th. Very poor, I'd say, for him. Um, and then Kimmy, 17th, not great, but not terrible either. I mean, the car isn't fast. You wouldn't say it's fast. Yeah, they're saving money. As I said, yeah, they are saving money. All right. Um, in that case, then shall we talk about other things? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I finished uh, Clarkson's Farm. How about you? I have indeed. Yeah, it was a very good show. I was really surprised by, like, how much I enjoyed it. I shouldn't have been. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I, I kind of expected it to be a little bit boring. I mean, from the beginning, I said to myself, I'm going to watch this entire thing, even though, you know, it's a farming show. It's this, it's just Clarkson. I mean, because, yeah, you know, I had some faith that Clarkson was going to make it interesting, but not much faith in the actual thing itself. I can't believe you made that little profit. Yeah, well, 144 pounds. Nothing. It's actually nothing. I mean, think about it. There was that one shot where he was drinking that whiskey with his wife or his girlfriend uh, next to the sheep. That bottle probably cost more than 144 pounds. Yeah, I know. That's probably that's probably like in the budget. Yeah. I mean, they also uh, made it into a show. That's a good point. Well, no, I mean, obviously he's, um, you know. He's making money from that. He's making money from the show side. But the actual... He said that as well. No, no, no. He was not including... Yeah, I know. But he wasn't including that. But he said that he was making some extra cash. Uh, he was saying and something about how farmers live without um, without checks from Amazon and who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, he's got a point. He definitely has a point. I mean, it's... It's a shame, I'd say, because, you know, I thought he would actually be semi-profitable with that. I don't know about you. Yeah, he had like a thousand two hundred acres or something like that. 
I mean, that is a lot of farmland. I think it was like less than that a little bit, but uh, it was over a thousand acres or something, or hectares yeah. or whatever. It was a lot of land. And he just didn't get that much out of it, money-wise at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got a whole season of shows and stuff like that. No, and the fact that he's doing another year of this farming thing is... I thought he would just say sod it, let's go back to London. Yeah, I mean, but I, I want to see the second season if they're making one. Oh, they have to. I mean, unlike James May in Japan, like, this is one that they can actually continue. Okay, wait a minute. Did you end up watching that whole thing, the James May, our man in Japan? I actually really enjoyed that. The first episodes were a bit slow, but I actually, I really enjoyed it. I quit after episode two. Oh, really? Okay, I give it a watch, the rest of it. No, I'm not doing that. Really? Because I know what happens in episode three. What? I can't say it here. <laughs> oh, right. That's the one that'll get you demonetized. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. But um, have you also watched The Great Escapist? Yeah, it's Evans. I haven't yet. Oh, it's it good? very good. Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah, I watched it in, like, was... a couple of days. All of it? Yes. It's only one season. Okay. I watched... Clarkson's took me longer. It took me a plane ride in a couple days. Oh. Yeah. But I'll uh, see. Great Escapists. What other hey, shows other we shows are very good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Hammond apparently has a lot of shows, but... Well, most of them are on Discovery. And I'm not paying for Discovery Plus, I mean, you know. I'll pay for Amazon, but not that. I thought you hated Amazon. I hate Jeff Bezos. I've decided not to hate Amazon. Didn't you say it was getting worse? Uh, No, 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 no. I think the entire situation's getting worse, but I'm just going to keep... <laughs> I'm going to keep blaming Bezos. Uh, okay. I see. Um... Quick thing for you. Are you bored this summer? Somewhat. All right. I may have something for you to give it a try. What? Do you have... See it, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it... Like, could you actually download games on it? Well, yeah. Is it powerful enough to do that? Okay, it's powerful enough to do that. Uh, consider downloading SnowRunner, I'd say. That's been quite good for me. It's actually, it's slower than, like, your, normal, your F1 game, but it's actually... Okay, I feel like, I mean, this is coming from the person who is entertained driving fake trucks. Yes, 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 yes. But can I explain why it's entertaining? Sure. So I don't sound like a mass murderer. Right, I can do that? Okay, yeah. Good. Um... Well, no, it's not the actual in-game model trucks. It's more the military add-on trucks that are so interesting. They've got radar. They're incredibly realistic. It doesn't sound like a, it doesn't sound like a fun game, right? But it doesn't sound give it very a go. realistic. No, 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 no. You have to give it a go. You have to give it a go. It's one of those games that I completely scoffed at. I was like, why am I going to enjoy this? There's nothing in this for me. And then and I played why'd it. Why you do like, it? Because I was interested. I gave it a go. Well, because Need for Speed Heat was crap. So I gave this a go. Ah, uh, you know what is crap? 
What? Okay, I tried some Forza game. I forgot which like one. Forza Forever. I don't know which one, but it was just so stupid. My controller wasn't even working. What was this the one where you were doing up my house, which just you know wasn't working? Uh, not at your house. Um, okay, not the one at that at your house. Uh, there's no, no, one no. free version, or not free version, but there was a free one. Okay, uh, before the two, I don't know. Whatever. I forgot what, but uh, whatever it was called, but um, it yeah. just didn't work. It was horrible. Glitchy or. It just Otherwise? didn't work. Nothing worked. You couldn't oh, really? play even. Just corrupted completely, or like it would go to like the home area, I suppose they like, call it, and Crashing. that just wouldn't work. Oof. All right, we'll give this a go then. It will not crash. Okay. <laughs> the awkward silence of being told, <laughs> "Play a game where you will drive three trucks around." It sounds so boring, but it is fun. It really does. Yeah. Um, Alright, not much else to say on that front, then. Other... Um, what other things have we got to say, talk about? Let's see here. We're nearing actually being close to being done with the episode, but planes-wise, what have we got to talk about planes? I don't think we have anything new this week, do we? Well, I actually would say we may. I've got to check something right now. Oh, oh, yes, 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 we do, yes, we do. It looks okay. as though Europe may be banning the Chinese version of the 737. Which is? The Comax something or other. Uh, no, no, no. I don't this really is... know about jumbo jets. So. Wait, wait, the 737, the smallest plane that Boeing makes, it's tiny. It's not that tiny, I'm guessing. It's quite small. If you say it's tiny, it's probably the size of, like, a house or something. Okay, fine, 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 fine. It's a couple hundred feet long. That's small for a plane. Yes, okay, and, um, like, an Airbus A380 is, like, isn't that, like, 6,000 square feet or something? On the inside, yeah. Ah, yes, okay, and I'm guessing the 737 is at least, like, I don't know, like, 3,000 square feet. I'd give it a little bit less, 2,900, but yeah. Okay, so it's quite big. Yes, about the size of a house on the inside, but also, you know, it's... I was about to say it's comfortable. I mean, I've never actually been on a super comfortable plane ride on one of those. I mean, it's great, but it's, you know... A 737? It's not a big plane, I mean, I, a I mean, I'm not a big fan of a 737. That's the plane. Only... Um, okay. Why? I, I remember going to, to Hawaii in one of them. It I was think a bit that... choppy. I don't think that was a 737. I think that was an A330. It was like an older 730. Not older, but like it was like a 737 of some sort. Uh, it was not the 800, obviously. Right. Now, I... that's very comfortable. Um... Maybe it was a 700. That's a really old plane. Wait, the 737's first flight was 64 years ago. Oh, wow. So it is quite old. 67. Wow, okay. I I mean, 
you know, Boeing's used to have their numbers going in order. It went 707, and then it went, it skipped 717 to 727, then 37, then 47, then 5767, then 787. They went in order, but then they added the stupid 717 in there, which really annoyed me. And that was right before they launched the 787. Mm. Yeah, I think it was a 737 of some sort. Uh, that's what the uh, whatchamacallit said, the safety manual or whatever. Who knows? Maybe Hawaiian Air switched the safety manual to make people feel safe, even though they were on an Airbus. Why would they feel unsafe on an Airbus? Because it's an Airbus, not a Boeing. You know, I, the only reason I remember this is because my therapist the day before uh, used minute. that as an example um, <laughs> of uh, how I shouldn't be stressed about that stuff. So. Of uh, what plane you're on? Yeah, like I mean, because it was at the time of the seven thirty-seven, like the wind was crashing. Oh, okay. So this interesting. Told me not to overthink, like what plane I was on or something like that. You know. Imagine you were flying on the seven thirty-seven max. You'd be pissing yourself. It was just seven thirty-seven. It was not. The, I, I think it was, might have been like I don't know. Actually, I don't even know. Okay, it was. But I guess the thing is, at the time, if the flight was turbulent, you'd be going crazy because like there's just been a couple plane crashes. It was turbulent because of the wind. Like there was just a right. ton of wind like over the island. Yeah, buffeting and all that. Um, yeah, you know, it, they kind of dropped a little bit, and it was like it just doesn't feel good. No, I'll tell you, I had the same thing on that A three twenty one I was flying on. You could feel the wingtips loading and unloading under the gust force of the wind. It was the creepiest thing. Like, I've never been able to feel that in a 737. And yet on that A320, you could feel everything. It was so weird. You know where else you could feel any everything? On a propeller plane, I assume? Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, like, a small jet, like a Phenom 100 or something. Sure, a Honda works. jet even. Well, yeah. maybe not Honda jet. Actually, probably it's a small jet. It is a small jet, but I don't know how connected the seat is to the ground and whether it has, you know, a sort of dampening features to it. It's a Honda, not a Rolls Royce. No, but I'd assume, I mean, it's an expensive plane. I'd assume it'd have some, you know. To be fair, dampening. almost all planes are expensive. Well, yes, it's an expensive hobby flying. Well, so is car things. In general, yeah, but you know, go karting is less expensive than learning to fly a plane. Eh, it depends on what plane. I mean, how cheap are you thinking here? You could get an old propeller plane from like the sixties. Ah, yes, a plane that won't take off. Although, well, no, actually, it probably would take off. And get the ones that won't land. Oh, those will be the cheapest. Yeah, but it's also the one that you're, you're not coming home in. That one, are you? Yeah, well, Jeff Bezos isn't coming home in his rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And not just that doesn't mean it's cheap. And not only that, that, he's not coming home for another reason. Not just the um, the pro or the um, the petition. It's not even legal, though. What the petition? Yes, the petition. It's completely legal. We've got freedom of speech over here. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, wouldn't it be raps or whatever? Uh, religion. Um, assembly. Uh, like press or whatever. I don't know. Uh, petition. Yeah. And then there's an S for something. Speech. Ah, yes, it's speech. Yes, it's speech, obviously. 
What is that what I you can or you can't do? Mr. Bowers class. How do you remember that? I don't know. It's just kind of the thing to remember. Okay. All right. That's what you can do. Nice. All right. I think, is it time to end this technically F1 podcast? Yes, I believe so. Excellent. Great. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. And, Rashab, thank you for being on this week. I mean, not like you really had a choice, but um, <laughs> next week we're going to have Austria. Hopefully, Amar will have watched it. And if he's available, we might get him on to see his opinions, his thoughts on it. Um, what do you think about that? Shall we do it? Uh, yeah, wait. Uh, next week is what day? Uh, it's the 28th, right? Yes, yeah, the 28th. Uh, okay. Um, yes, okay. Uh, I can do that one. But the, I, there's going to be a problem between the third and the, well, uh, I think like the 13th or something. Okay, where are you going? Uh, Yellowstone. Oh, brilliant. Okay. There's no Wi-Fi there. Nice. It's a more brilliant thing. So I, I will make, do the podcast. I will make a video and I will not do a podcast. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Or maybe we can record it before. Maybe we pre-record yeah. it. Actually, maybe we try to do that. All right. So if there's a podcast between those dates, you will know that it's pre-recorded. Anyways, yeah. thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, goodbye. Bye. This is an O oh, for heaven's sake studio recording, production copyright, I'm not quite sure of the day. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.